This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I did not know this, but did you know the original boyfriend of Barbie was Judd Zolgad? Did you know that? <gasps> I could see that. I had no idea that that was the case. Yeah. But it turns out, hey, Mr. Barbie, how you doing? You caught me. All these years, I've tried to hide that very fact, and you got me, Tom Bernard. So I you have any, do. have any interest in going to? And by the way, thank you for your email last night. It, it started my day because I went to bed early. It started my day very, very nicely uh, receiving your uh, message from last night. Oh, of course. The boys actually beat a good team. How'd that happen? They scored a bunch of runs. What? How, what? I, I know, and Byron Buxton didn't play. Oh, there! That, mm. you just answered why they scored a bunch of runs. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, who'd they put in his slot? Uh, they, they had Matt Walner, the kid they just called oh, up from sure. AAA. Sure. He dh last night. He didn't get a hit, but the nice thing was they didn't, you know, Kirilov, who homered again last night, God, hit third. Yep. That's the thing is you don't have a guy who's an automatic out batting third. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, it's really sad because I, I know when Buxton first came up, I was a huge fan. But, he, man, he just got hurt year after year after year. And now I don't know. He's hurt in so many different places. He might not have anything left. That's my concern. Yeah, and he's not even 30 yet. That's the incredible thing. He's in the second year of that seven-year contract. He's not not 30 yet. What is that noise in the background? I think it's gone now. No, it's still there. Oh, yeah, there's some sort of grumbly. Maybe it's just our headphones. Why don't you eat breakfast before you come in, Tevin? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> is, is it me by chance? I'm I'm at uh, at the studios actually today, but I don't think I'm plugged in any differently. Mm. No, it's in the background. I don't know what the hell that is. It's really unusual for me to be on a show that annoys people. No well, probably with uh, a buzz in the background is probably true. That that's probably not the primary uh, concern, right? No, nah. yeah, I don't know what that, but it's getting louder, so we're gonna have to find out what the hell it is. That's weird. I've never heard that. It before. sounds like, it's like a, a distant purring. helicopter. Yeah. yeah, it's like a helicopter <laughs> in the distance. That... Hang on one second. Yeah, let's see if this fixes it. No. All right. Nope. So it's not you, Judd. Weird. Mm. Got to be Tevin. Mm. Did you get an artificial I, heart? Is, is that gone oh, now? Yeah. Did you hear it? Okay, yep. that's because I turned Tevin off. Wait, what? Yep. <laughs> no, that, that, oh my no, I gosh. swear to God, that's why it would happen. I turned you off. Listen. Is your phone doing it? I think so. And then, yeah, it goes away. It was your phone. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's still there. Ringing? No, it's no. still there. Okay, now, what about now? <laughs> now it's gone. Because I got Tevin turned off. That's why. You know, I tell you what. When I did some, I remember I interviewed George Wallace one time. He said, don't ever have black people on the show because. <laughs> I wonder what the, so it's the mic, you think, huh? Yeah, sure. So we, how's about the yeah. new one? That, that That's working? Uh, what are you on there, Tevin? You on uh, number two, I think? Uh, one. One, there you go. One. Yeah. Ooh, number, ooh, we're number one. Yeah, it's gone. It's that, that microphone. Okay. Judd, I finally watched the first episode of Quarterbacks last night. Oh, my God. What'd you think? Loved it. Loved it. And I am not the demographic. We know that. But it was, it, I, I can tell you right now, I'm going to like Kirk Cousins. I, yeah, you're 100% going to like Kirk I, Cousins. I was like, me and my husband both go, we're not going to like him, okay? We both like made an agreement with each other. Because you know how all those ESPN and uh, you know uh, Top Spin, all those shows end up liking somebody. I'm like, we're mm -hmm. not going to like him, okay? Mm -hmm. We both are like, I think I like him. 
It's going to get worse, Brittany. Dang, he's so likable. He's just like nerdy and funny. And His whole family is so like, And it's like the most, if you looked up Midwestern family in the dictionary, it would be a picture of Kirk Cousins and his family. When, when they talked about the, sh- the plaid shirt he wore that they all made fun of it, and she was like, yeah, I picked it out. I thought, you know, it had fall vibes. And I was like, okay, I love you. I love you guys. See, there you go. There's nothing it wrong, is. by the way, with your wife. Picking out your clothes. Oh, you don't want Catherine doing that for me. No, no Dawn's very good at it for me, so I appreciate it. If we're going to go so- somewhere important, I will often defer. Mm. Right, because then you're leaving the house knowing that at least one person likes your outfit, <laughs> and so that gives you confidence That's to go portray true. yourself with the rest the of the The most world. important person, too. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get in. If you personally don't like it, who cares? If she doesn't, you potentially have problems. My husband will wake me up from my like dead sleep to like, does this outfit go together? And I'm just like, oh yes, it always does. Like you don't have any like pink on pink things. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Please leave me. Yeah. Well, there was when I was in college, there was one girl like just up walking to class that I had like a V-neck shirt on. She was like, oh, I like those shirts on you. And I was like, went to the store and immediately bought like twelve. <laughs> there you go. So it's yes. There it's, you go. Listen to the women around you. Yeah. So I have a question for the men on the show. Can you remember the last time you wore a sport coat and a tie? Yeah, like three weeks ago. <clears throat> so for what reason? I had a funeral to go to. Oh, well, there you go. That, that would be the reason to do it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't go to funerals or weddings, neither one. What's I don't know why. I don't go to weddings and funerals. You went just, to my wedding. What? That wasn't even that long That's ago. That's why I don't go anymore, because <laughs> I hated it so much <laughs> that I just turned on I you. I guess that was like five years ago. Was, I always think I just got married. I just had a baby. They're all... I cannot do funerals. Can't do it. I, I, I get that. Yeah, especially like, well, what kicked off with Troy when my youngest brother died? I was like, I'm not going to his funeral, no way. Mm. You know, I just don't need that BS. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't wear sport coats or tie. I cannot remember the last time I wore a tie and a sport coat. My, mine was last uh, a year ago, July, when my niece got married. But I don't remember the last time I wore one, like casually, like to go out or something. Right. Right. So, so like be. Beyond a very formal event, it's probably it's years ago. Yeah, you don't see a lot of guys in shirts and t- I mean uh, coats and ties anymore at like restaurants and stuff. You don't ever see that mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say not ever, but nowhere near as much. I mean, when I was a kid, man, even you know up on the north side, if you went by the Plitmans or whatever, which is a deli, you'd see guys in there with sport coats and ties all the time. And that was at a deli. They yeah. were much classier than I think us. now, like, for sure not ties. Like, I could see people, yeah. like, people go out, like, a sport coat, like, okay, we're going out to dinner or something, like, it's just a coat to wear, but, like, a tie, nobody wears, like, ties anymore out. You don't see like, a lot of it. No. The other thing I, and I still don't understand why this happened, nobody wears socks anymore. I don't get that. That's because you got, like, the, the tapered pants that kind of show the ankle with the loafer out. Yeah, you just well, don't yeah, wear Well, yeah, but I got, I got those pants on right now, and I got socks on. Or you I have were, no show ones. Yeah, so say, otherwise you wear the little ones. Yeah, the no show ones yeah. are good too. Yep. But no, these guys. Like, there was a guy on national news the other night, and he crossed his legs and he was not wearing socks. Maybe then we're going to go back to the trend of a blazer without a shirt. What if we went back to that trend? Oh God, there's <laughs> a lot. Anything but that. I'm ready for anything. By the way, if you're going to do that, make sure you don't have a gut, okay? Oh, right. That's not a good look. I think it makes oh, it better. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. That's thank such you. a good call. Oh, yeah, you God. know what? There is. If you are not going to wear a shirt, guys, make sure that you are. <laughs> what about hair? And really, and I'm not saying in good, like dad bods, no. 
Like me, I, you you could not get me now to take my shirt off for anything. <laughs> How do we feel about hair then on men? Like, because there's the option. Like, okay, I'm not hairy at all. If, but like most of the time, if you see a hairless guy, you know that there was a lot of time and effort to get hairless. See, look at that arm. I don't have any hair. No, you don't. I got a hair in my I'm head. I'm the opposite. And so you're very hairy, are you? I'm very hairy. Right. Yes. I wonder what what. So what is that? A, it's got to be a genetic thing, obviously. Yes. Yeah. A family yeah. thing. I guess, but I can't remember if my dad, I didn't know my dad well enough to know if he was hairy or not. I know he was nuts. My dad was born in Iran, Persia. Really? Uh, So the Middle Eastern influence is very strong when it comes to to the hair genetics. Oh, I suppose. You know? I suppose that is true, no question. Very hairy. Okay, so the twins win last night. I found out from Judd when I woke up this morning. Nice, uh, Nice message on my phone. Do you think making the, this one change is? I don't think it's going to be enough. I really don't. You know, just having Buxton out of the lineup. No, and and you know, Baldelli said before the series in Seattle, it, it's a four gamer started that they were yeah. going to sit Buxton one, one game. So I'm not even confident that Buxton is going to sit out more than one game. No, I am. Look, if they can start to hit, but my fear is like Buxton's going to be back tonight. And, you know, and if they hit him third, it's just you're going to repeat the same problems. Yeah, I am going to hit him third. You're right. I know. I'm I'm pessimistic. I'm wait and see. It was nice to see them actually play a baseball game last night that at least didn't rely on, on home runs. It felt like they got on base and moved guys along and it was very 2023 ish instead of 2019. But I need to see a lot more. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. No question about it. But hey, let's bring up some younger people. The guys that are here now aren't getting it done. So let's go. Mm-hmm. This Julian can hit. He can't yeah. field yep. worth a lick. No, he's he can't awful. Field. He's a butcher in the field. They got him at third base most often, don't they? Or they used no. to anyway. Second base right now. Oh, that's they right. Second him. base. That's right. And he is. He's got. I can't decide what's worse: his arm or his glove. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm serious. Second's or, a good ordinarily, spot, you're bad at one thing. He gets yep. the ball when he does get the ball. Throwing the ball to first base is an adventure, but the kid can get on base and the kid can hit and belongs here. But that's where my whole Buxton thing is. This this guy is the poster child for a person who should be DHing. Yeah, no. Who was playing? I guess uh, maybe a week ago, center field. I can't remember who the hell it was. It wasn't Taylor, but somebody's playing center field, and he threw such a rocket to third base from deep like right center field. I have never seen somebody throw a ball that hard in a base. It was amazing how hard he threw that ball. It was probably Willie Castro. I think it was. I think you're right. Center and and he's an infielder slash outfielder type of guy, but he's got a good arm. So it's probably him. What a rocket. I mean, it came right at the third baseman's face. It Mm -hmm. just, I mean, it was like this rocket. Well, something to see, man. No doubt. Well, I mean, pretty much every pitcher can throw over 100 miles an hour now. I don't know how the hell that happened, but like two people could do it when I was a kid. Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Ryan. Nolan Ryan was one of them. You're absolutely right. And yes. I don't even remember who the hell the other one was, but I mean, everybody's throwing a buck three, a buck four. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's part of the, we, we've t- talked about this too. It's almost going to have to be addressed at some point, you know, move the mound back, do something. Yeah. Because, like we talked about, the the other yep. problem here is because of that, the ball comes off the bat now, 
you know, so fast that we're going to get a pitcher killed here eventually. I would have to agree with you. Somebody's going to get killed if they don't move that mound back, and probably I, they really can't extend the base. They've made the bases bigger, which makes it easier to get the first on a ground ball, but I don't know how much longer they can put up with that either. I mean, somebody's going to get killed. Yeah, I'm, I am more concerned about the fact that with the ball coming off the bat at the rate it does oh, now yeah. because, yep. in part, the pitches are so fast. And we see guys, you know, I don't want to say on a regular basis, but we definitely see, you know, throughout the season, a handful of guys or so get hit by line drives. Yeah. And I'm talking direct shots. So, yeah, I am, I am very concerned that they're only going to – they've tried to address it a little bit, but that they're really going to address it if – something terrible happens and hopefully we don't have to get to that point yeah i hope it doesn't happen because well there was a i think it was a twins pitcher just missed his head the other day right mm-hmm. that ball was Tonight, moving no. baby holy christ it's like i mean it just missed him too if that had hit just, him in the face i don't know if you it might have killed him that's what i'm concerned about yeah yeah because we see guys get hit in the face and the head and there is i, I mean there is right now no time to react none you know, uh, so where do you think they need? What's it, sixty-six six right now? Or is, yes, sixty feet six inches. Sixty feet, yeah, yeah, sixty-six right. Exactly. Sixty feet six inches is a better way to put it. They're going to have to move it back. What do you What do you think? At least five feet. Maybe more. Yeah, that's more. you know. The pro the problem they're going to have is it's going to be like the pitchers aren't going to obviously like this, and no. they're going to claim that it's going to lead to more arm problems. But you know what? As much as I used to consider myself, and you're probably the same, a traditionalist about baseball stuff, the more you see change in baseball, the mm. more I like baseball. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. That change in that, that game clock was a great idea. Oh. These four-hour games, like, holy Christ, are we ever going to get done with this game? Too much. Yeah, I think Friday night the Twins played in Oakland, and I think it went something like 3.30, and, and I was just, you know. <laughs> a, a year ago, it, it would have been like, yeah, of course it went 3.30. Right, right. And on Friday, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I know. Let's get this thing done. Yeah, I'm loving baseball right now. Hey, look, I mean, I know the Twins pissed me off all year, and they, i got to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised they beat Seattle. Seattle's a pretty damn good team. They, ha- they have the same kind of problem. They have, the what, the opposite yes. problem that we have? Or same, problem. same problem. Same problem. Okay. Good pitching. In fact, I think going into this series, I believe the Twins in Seattle were tied for second or third in baseball in uh, team pitching ERA. Oh, okay. But they can't hit too. So they yeah, hit, it's yeah. A, it's basically the same problem. I have to take a break, but we're right back. You can stick with us for another segment. I'm assuming we got you till 38. Yes, sir. All right, magnificent. We'll be right back. Judd's with us. Tevin's in studio. Had to move over because he didn't want to sit next to me anymore. You did that on purpose. Yeah, I sabotaged it last time I was in here, yes. so that way I can move. <laughs> I don't want to sit next to Tom. Forget it. Just I'll go. That was a good sound. Yeah, I can throw my voice. Yes, I noticed. That's good. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great partner of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I've been banking there for years, and I highly recommend you do the same. I just made a mistake the other day, by the way, Brittany. What? I actually told Bilski that he's one of my best friends. That's a huge mistake. It came out, and I, after I said it, I went, oh, why did I say that? Uh, he's been walking around with a pep in his step oh, since God. you told him that. 
North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. When North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you, which a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. There's no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. If you're tired of being just another number to your big national bank or you start cheering in the middle of a commercial, I think that's good. Uh, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. Find them on. I actually liked it when you guys cheered when I was reading. Woo! Yeah! If you, thank you very Bring much. If you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. Find them online at nabanco.com, nabanco.com. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job. Whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kid is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glue down. Duracell. Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset, but don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, I have good news to report. <clears throat> no Morse code in the men's room today. Oh, good. So that was good. What? Don't even. Yesterday Don't. I went to the men's room and there was Morse code going on. I'm standing at the urinal. Oh, so, oh, so he was... Somebody was in there doing like a number two. Like, but they were like okay. shy about it. 
It was I, Morse code, man. Right. It was unbelievable. I, would, I like the people that are shy about it. Like, if I was going number two in up here and somebody walked in, like, I'm holding my breath. Like, my feet come up Same. off the stall. Like, I hate I the people that just, this. like, lean into it more. And now Hold it's on. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. That's great. That's what I want to hear when I'm peeing. Thank you. Yeah, there's two dudes in there sitting next to one another when I walked in, and it sounded like they were sanding down like a wood bench or something. I'm like, stop with the thousand grit sandpaper, you two. Knock it off. Fiber in your diet. Yeah. Mo definitely got to check the uh, forecast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Today, early thunder showers and partial sun, warm and muggy with scattered uh, thunderstorms. Right now, as a matter of fact, it's partly cloudy, so that that's already happened. So that's good. Uh, Showers, thunderstorms are possible from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. A severe thunderstorm might be possible. They say it is possible. A high of 88 tonight. Early evening uh, thunderstorms ending. Clearing and less humid. Low of 63. Please don't thunderstorm overnight again because for from about 1 to about 4 o'clock this morning, Jude woke up about every 10 minutes. Oh, it rained last night? Oh, it was yeah. a thunderstorm oh, like there was no tomorrow. Did you take edibles? How are you out so hard? There was, really? Oh, my See, God. thank you, Judd. It was really so, loud. It was so loud. Maybe it was just down oh. in our neighborhood. Maybe yeah, that's, that's what it was. Us neighbors. Um, <laughs> we only live about three, four miles That is me. not even true. Tom thinks he true. lives... It's really come a long way, Brittany. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I live in Eden Prairie. He lives in Edina. Aww. And he constantly goes, we're neighbors. It's close. Oh, it's... Tom thinks you live close to everything. Oh, I thought you lived by the women's prison down there in Chocopee. That's only part-time. Well, that's it's only on <laughs> when weekends. When they catch me. For another five years. That storm was so loud. I was terrified. It Go-Go. was amazingly It started loud. at 1 a.m. Gogar had already woken up at midnight, so at 1 a.m. it started, like, thundering. So mm-hmm. I, like, army crawled into her room to turn on her sound machine. Oh, yeah. So she wouldn't wake up. That thing was insane. You it was should, incredibly loud. You should get, both of you should get your <laughs> For like checked. four hours. I missed yeah. it completely. Four hours I had no of idea. thunderstorm. I don't like it. I mean, it was off and on. It came and went, but it was, it was loud. loud. It was very loud. Wow. So yeah, uh, early evening thunderstorms ending, clearing, less humid, low of 63. Then tomorrow, beautiful, partly to mostly sunny, a high of 81. Friday, partly to mostly sunny, a high of 85. Saturday, partly to mostly sunny, a high of 86. And then Sunday, the same thing, partly to mostly sunny with a high of 88 on Sunday. Beautiful weather after tonight, I guess, is the way it looks. Partly cloudy and 70 right now, but uh, 88 later on. We'll see. They're talking about 4 o'clock this afternoon, I guess, some thunderstorms returning. We'll see. If it even happens, right? So we were talking about your Minnesota Twins. We were talking about quarterback, which I guess it sounds to me like I'm going to have to watch that show because you guys are all very impressed. With you it. have to watch it, like, and especially like I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins fan, but it really no, lets either. you like appreciate one the person he is, yes. at, like just as an everyday human being. Um, he every Tuesday, which I didn't know this, he apparently takes off because he wants to spend all day with his wife so he doesn't do any football. Oh, like, like, they go for oh, yeah. walks no. and stuff. Like, well, that's sweet. Which a lot of people are just absolutely hammering him for because they're like, we're paying you so much money. Why are you taking <laughs> one day off a week? But, I do have a question for you. Yep. Picture Catherine in your mind. Yes. Do you think she'd want to spend all no. day with me? No. <laughs> no. She would pay you to go <laughs> back to work. Come. Go back to work, Tom. Come on. Go back to work. Uh-huh. Ron's the same way. She's like, go. <laughs> like, she'll ask now, is there a Twins game? That, you should that go, you to that. go to I'll say no. They're in Seattle. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. The uh, most important thing terrible. between us is no question: the remote control. Like who gets she it? She wants that remote control. She oh, wants yeah, that so remote control. Oh, my husband yep. wants me to have it. 
constantly. Really? Yes, because I'm his bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, pardon geez. me. This isn't the Excuse 50s me? anymore, Brittany. <laughs> I literally, like, there's so many times he's like, hey, yeah, turn on HBO. Are you kidding me right now? Like, it'll be, he just, like, and there, I treat him that way for when we drive places. Mm. Like, I'm like, go here, go there. And he's like, do you want to drive? No, no, I enjoy it. Like, we take turns in that role, but I am the controller person. And it works out, but... That's a really nice relationship you got there. Yeah, we're each other's bitches. It's fine. Look at this. So we're he... watching blah, blah, blah. You whore! <laughs> Great. So, so he wants you to have the control, but he wants you to turn it to what he wants to watch. Yeah, I mean, he he has a big old say in it for sure. But My lot... ass would be kicked halfway across the room <laughs> yeah. if I told Don, hey, let, hey, just turn that to the baseball game right now, okay? I mean, it's more because he wants to just, like, dink around on his phone. And honestly, 99% of the time, we just watch what I want to watch, and he doesn't even care. It's like mm -hmm. our fake quality time together. Um, but going back to quarterbacks, fake quality time. Because it's not real nice. actually quality right, you're not like, time. You're just, you're just in your own Proximity. world, sitting next to each like, other. Like we both yeah. have had long days. Sometimes when I'm doing, you know, both shows and I'm exhausted from talking, I don't want to talk to him, and he talks all day. So we'll just like sit in proximity and be like, the baby's down and asleep. Let's just be near each other, mm -hmm. but don't start a conversation. I can understand that. Yeah, thank you. I understand that. Um, the thing you're gonna love, Tom. Oh, here we go. On quarterbacks. Oh yeah. It starts out. And Kirk is reading to his son, and his son has got a oh. big old passy in. Oh. You're gonna love the way it ends then. Oh, it was so cute. And then and then I yes. felt so much empathy. So he's like trying to hang out with his family and take his mind off. He just lost um, a game where it was his throw, and oh, he'd overshot a throw. And he was trying to go, I'm not trying, like I wanna be focused on my family right now, but I find myself, you know, my, mm -hmm. my I keep going back to that. And it was just so relatable where you go, Oh, I think I, I think I like you. Yeah, well, because even too, like they tour his house, and yeah. like most athletes, like when they went to like Patrick Mahomes, just built this like huge mansion, right. huge. And in the house, he, the, his wife like makes kind of like, oh, and this is where all the Super Bowl trophies are gonna go, and it's yeah. like out in their like <laughs> living room, and they're touring Kirk's house, and he opens up this secret door that like the person like whatever like a bookcase slides to the left, yeah, like a Murphy door, and he's like, and here's where I keep all my accomplishments and football stuff hidden away so people don't think that I'm like self-centered and all that. It's oh. like, it definitely makes you feel like, okay, yeah, he's just a regular guy. And yeah. and it's showing like the injuries that he dealt with. Like I never knew how much pain he was yeah. in while he just got destroyed behind our non-existent offensive line. Yeah, that's year. very true. That is very, very true. And then to find out he had this conversion van and yep. uh, he's just, you're gonna like him. Well, how, how old is the, the, the kid? There's two boys, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Five, six, Co son maybe. Cooper's five. Yeah, his o oldest, I think, son is five, and okay. he's the, the one who's featured the most. And I think he's got two other kids as well. Does he ever say, "Hey, Dad, why don't you have something to eat, you skinny bastard"? <laughs> that guy's the skinniest quarterback hey, I've ever seen. Why is he so seen? nerdy in his uniform? Like you're supposed to be like. I, I, well, because he has the old uniform right where there, it's. Yeah. Well, no, he has a, he had the flak jacket because it protects his ribs. Oh, but, right. So, like yeah. quarterbacks, a lot of times will have the loose hanging jersey sleeves, yeah. so it allows them to throw a little bit easier. Where most people have it like tight because it looks better. Um, yeah. yeah. Plus, he's not cool. Like he's, he's not, not cool. Not, like part part of what you oh, like really? about him, he's not cool. No, he is not cool at all. He he is a dad. He is a hundred percent a, da a mm -hmm. dad, and he is not like a, like a young hipster type. Like a Joe Burrow is. No, I'm gonna have to like him. What the hell are you guys I doing know? to me? You're gonna immediately regret everything bad you said. Cause I've been Damn like, it. we need to trade him. He's not worth the money. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'd rather have <laughs> well, anybody be second, my quarterback though. than Kirk Cousins. Same. 
wait, there's a big difference between father of the year material, which he is, and actually, you know, being a quarterback of your team, too. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's fine to still yeah, but- uh, not be pleased with how he plays. But, you know, he's obviously a, a good dad and looks like a great yeah. husband. But that's that's what makes you good at your job and a monster at the same time. Like, you can compartmentalize. <laughs> Me and Tevin, we can't do that. Well, like, no. Well, and because of, like, through the show, they definitely do highlight. Obviously, they're highlighting the things he does well on the field and things like that. But it really makes you realize that our defense was so bad last Terrible. year that I don't think it mattered who was our quarterback. Right. We weren't going anywhere. It was awful. Can we talk about the Mahomes house, though, for, for just a second? It's stupidly big. It's got a partial golf course yep. in the backyard. Sure. It has a swim, a swim, in, in Kansas City, okay? Yes. A swim up bar. Yep. So, like, it's got a swimming pool with God. a bar, so it's like he's in Mexico. Um, basketball this, court, indoor uh, basketball yep, court. Uh, yep, indoor basketball court in the basement. This is the most unbelievable thing I think I've ever seen for a home. Yeah, and I think it even has a like little football field area so he can have his teammates come over in the offseason and they can get some work <laughs> in, if yeah. I remember him saying correctly. And that uh, that golf, uh, that little course, that hole he's got, they, he's got it set up so basically there's like a bar sitting next to the platform where you hit so that he doesn't have to be too far from his drink. And I was thinking about this as I was watching. It's a good point, Judd, that this place is immaculate. What is the resale in a city like Kansas City going to yeah. be like? Problem. Well, yeah, our neighbors, uh, right up to our backyard, they own Fred Smoot's old house, mm-hmm. and he put Jesus. an aquarium. That's a story. How are we just figuring out about I, this? You know yeah. that Brittany, I. Why are you just telling us this I, now? One of the legends. I know. Like the, the captain captain of the boat, boat. Sports. I know, and so I guess like our neighbors always tell us about how they used to watch parties unfold in the in their backyard. Because, but anyways, they uh, the family who lives there now, they're lovely. But they kind of had to make a decision where they go, what do we do this with this aquarium in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. Cook? So they're like, we just put fish in there because what? otherwise we have an empty aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, it probably costs more to get it removed absolutely. and remodeled than it yeah. is to fill it. So for younger people, who's Fred Smoot? He, well, he was, was it the love boat, <laughs> yeah. right? That he was, was a, the big a very good mm-hmm. cornerback for the team. And then, yeah, for he the kind Vikings? Of, yeah, yeah. For Why the Vikings? Yeah. Why don't I remember him? Because he was only here long enough to get on a boat out in Lake Minnetonka. And oh, then, the love yeah, boat. The love and then boat. After, That's where I've heard that name before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that, he kind of got asked Uh-oh. to leave. Yeah. yeah. He, he was a, a main organizer, Tom. Yeah. Not yeah. just on the, the boat. Why'd you hit organ so hard cruise? when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> he was a main organizer. Oh, him and Brian you McKinney. Know, yeah. You know, my question about that to this day remains this. They imported strippers from Atlanta to be on that <laughs> and Miami. Say and flew Miami. in. Flew in because flew it in. sounds less like product when you yeah. say. Uh... Well, it's, yeah. it's, pro- yeah. it's 100%. And, I know, and, but. But the incredible thing is then, so they, they had their bases covered except for one thing. They allowed the high school kids from oh. Minnetonka who worked at Allen Almas to be like oh. the servers. Yeah, that's Not a big good. mistake. Well, and, and that's they, how they got in trouble. Yeah. yeah, and so I know a girl that was on the Love Boat. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. See, look at all this information and, we're all hiding. And I've, talked to, I've talked to a former player on a podcast that will go nameless that was also on the Love Boat, and there were so there were two boats, right? There was one that was like we're all here playing cards, and it was we're just on the lake drinking, have a couple beers, they're fine. And the other one was just total. 
debauchery. Really? And so, like, they trashed the one boat. Like, the captains were involved on some of the debauchery going on. They get off, and, like, there were some kids that were just happened to be in the area that were like, we want autographs. And so they had oh, all of these sure. just drunk, high, whatever Vikings players signing autographs, slurring their words. And then the company, it sounds like, tried to essentially tell them, hey, you, like, destroyed these boats. We're going to tell everybody what you did if you don't oh. pay up. And yeah. then they were like, yeah, mm. we're not paying up. And then it hit Dang the Dang-a-lang. Yeah. Who's and, that horseshit quarterback that was on there? Okay, Dante Culpepper, Culpepper. was not horseshit. He was fantastic. <laughs> he would have been an MVP if he didn't hurt he was himself. A moron. I'm not saying he was... he's bright, but he was a good player. <laughs> I'm not saying he was bright. Which he was Vikings? on the debauchery boat, but I think he was gambling more so. Yes. I, yeah. I, the, I think the story first surfaced, if I recall correctly, because one of the players on his way home decided he, he had to pee, and so he stopped in somebody's front lawn or mm-hmm. and oh, peed yeah. in their lawn, and they saw it. Not so that sort of started the, the problem. But Ugh. the story of Bryant McKinney with a girl on the bar and him performing various acts is Yodeling? the one that I think caused yeah. a lot of consternation among the youth who saw that live. The yeah. old 83. Would, <laughs> oh, you're back to 83. Good. <laughs> She's back to calling it 83. I'm glad to hear that. That's wonderful. Yeah, I don't. Well, I could see. I got to be honest with you. I could never ever do that in front of a little kid. I, I just couldn't yeah. do it. No, no way. My nanny kid worked at Almond Olive, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> they're tiny little. Like they're they're teenagers. Yeah, right. they are. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No. And well, fun fact: Brian McKinney. I think it was last summer. Threw another boat party on Lake Minnetonka. I don't think it went to the extremes of the love boat, but yeah, they, he, I saw a flyer flying around that was like. I love it. It's like the back. love boat, which probably would have been more aptly named the sex boat, because like. Oh, there's no love. Nobody fell in love. No, on that. no love. Yeah. No love. The lust boat. You know, I actually one time there was a guy who had a German accent on the boat when we we took that that boat out at Allen Elms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's loved doing that. And I can't remember who it was. But somebody, we had a few cocktails and all the rest of it, and they snuck up behind me and put me in a headlock. So I reached behind me, and I flipped them over on the couch. And this guy comes out, and he goes, you two, this is not a wrestling boat. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) pardon me. Oh, my bad. (laughs) My bad, sir. Does that guy work there all the time? Do you know? No idea. Nope. I have no, oh, you've never been on Elmhurst? He quit the day after you were on the boat. Yeah, probably. I'm sick of this. It's a great trip, actually. If you've never been to Allen Elmhurst, it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Really a lot of fun. Mo, definitely. I don't know an Allen Elm. I'm just telling you the time I had it on, except for being yelled at by Hitler. It was great. (laughs) Now he's Hitler. Okay. Nine! Can you imagine getting in an argument with Hitler? That he was must just have been telling fun. you the time. He wasn't telling you. Right. Yeah, just tell me what time it was. 83. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. That's what he was telling me. Anywho, so I know we only got a couple of more minutes with Judd. What else you got uh, cooking in your life, Judd? Uh, not too much. Going to watch the Twins again tonight, and hopefully they can at least win a couple there in Seattle. They're back home against the White Sox on Friday. Right. Um, and I guess there's a chance that uh, Dallas Keuchel, who, who they signed to a minor league contract who's been pitching for the Saints, might pitch on Friday. So that would be interesting because it, if he can actually give them something, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But besides that, just the ability to talk about the love boat again has made my day. What does the name Keuchel mean? Dallas Keuchel? I have no idea. Keuchel means circle in Yiddish. That's where really? that negative term came from. 
calling Jews a certain name, which I won't say. It came from the word keichel. Yeah. It means circle. I had, I had no clue. Yep. What are you going to do? See, it might be in you German, come on here, you talk love boat, and you'll mm-hmm. learn something. It's educational. This yeah. is all I ever yeah. do is teach people. That's all I, you know. How about that, Devin, huh? But I, I, can't never, remember. I never would have thought. I can't remember if it's in Yiddish or German. I can't remember, but that's that's the word that means circle. So, yeah, way to use a, a term on the show. The show has come full keichel. Who do you think you are, <laughs> Representative Omar? <laughs> Yeah, I, I've offended the, the somebody. The come full keiko, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Judd, run. Run away. <laughs> I will be here. Yes. Uh, run away, Judd. Run away. I'll just call him Dallas from now on. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, sir. All right. See you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north. So we've come full keiko. Is that the plan? Keichel, yep. Yeah, I can't remember where that where that word comes from. I should not have said it was Yiddish because it might not be because... It can be used in a negative manner. Okay. I I don't know. I feel like that's a good guess. It sounds... Right, and I'm not going to call you out on it. No, not Tevin's know. not. And if <laughs> Tevin isn't... <laughs> Let it be written. What are you going to do? So did you see that this morning? And again, I'm not even upset about it. It's so incredibly stupid that uh, Representative Omar referred to Jews as... Or Israel mm-hmm. as... Uh, what did she call it again? Did she say racist? A racist. She said that... All of Israel is a racist country. <laughs> People, anytime somebody starts with all and then inserts yeah, well, exactly. a certain, like, just be quiet now. But like, I think Dean Phillips went after her, so that's good. And I think people need to learn by now, like, the Jewish community, like, you can't go after them. Come it alone. doesn't work well for people. Like, Let's, Nick Cannon yeah. didn't work. Kanye West, no. Oh, that's no, right. No. I forgot all that. Yeah, they did go after Jews, didn't they? Yeah. Why? What is that? Have they noticed that uh, a lot of people in Hollywood might be Jewish? They right. ever noticed that? Right, especially, yeah, if you're in the entertainment industry, like, there's a certain the group of people <laughs> you don't like, walk up. I was going to joke and say, because they control the media, but you just went out and said it. Right? Yeah, okay, well, right. I didn't say they control the media. I said they work in the media. Right. Was it, who said, totally different. Was it Michael Jackson who said, the Jews do it on purpose? The Jews do it on purpose. <laughs> I like remember that. the weirdest thing. Ever, like, people around were like, no, this is we- that's a weird one. I will say this in defense of the Jews. Oh, good. Nobody can make challah like a Jew. That's all I'm saying. Just leave them alone. It's the greatest bread on earth. Oh, it's so good. If you I make challah, challah. Oh. you have leftover challah. On, oh. You get it on Friday and you have leftover challah on Saturday. You make French toast with that bad See? boy. See? Game over. See? And you told me to stop talking about it. Now right. you got to rave on about challah. That's true. It's all true. Going to Crossroads Deli tonight for dinner. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that place anyway. So, Tevin, yes. what are the besmirching things you have to say to people? Well, I was telling Brittany about this during oh. the break. Uh-oh, here we I go. I almost lost my dog. Or, well, I did lose my dog, what? but almost permanently <laughs> what yesterday. Happened? Prince almost became a, like a wild dog that lived yes. in Highland there Park. There was almost uh, a baby wolf running around yeah. in Minneapolis. So we went to the dog park in uh, Minnehaha Falls, which oh, is like, sure, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, it's a, out, it's like a conservatory, like a it wild is, yep. refuge. That's me and Justin's first date was there. Yeah. We brought the dog you mean Justin and I? Yeah, Justin and I. No, that's all right. I, he called me and said, she always does that to me. She always does that to me. <laughs> it's huge. It's insane. Yeah. It's got water access. You can go on the river. Go it is it. beautiful. It's so beautiful. And so, like, my dog loves water, Prince, Lil' Pomsky. So we're, we get there, and, like, there's, like, the 
part that's not necessarily like fenced in yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. supposed to be on leash. So we walk him down, we get close to the river because he's a notorious runner. Sprinter. And so I'm like, okay, we get close enough to the water. He loves water. I'm going to let oh, him off yeah, his leash. Sure. He's going to run into the water, play, Uh-oh. and we're going to be just fine. Uh-oh. So he let him off his leash and he just takes off, goes through the woods, like, but towards the direction of the river. So I walk down there expecting to see a wet dog in the water. <laughs> No prints to be found. Look up and down. Like, it's at a point where you can see, like, way up and down the river. Can't see him run around anywhere. Like, okay, crap. So now we're walking through the woods, trying to, like, Prince, come here. Where are you? For 30 minutes, can't find him. So then me and my girlfriend split up. She goes, like, down towards the water. I go back towards kind of, like, the parking lot. She calls me. She's like, I found him. And so he ended up finding his way, escaping through a fence, back into the parking lot where some stranger found him and, like, threw him back into the (laughs) dog park area, at which point he, like, ran to the river and, like, happened to find my girlfriend looking for him. What? You had to walk around for 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Like, now oh, just, come here, Prince. Like, asking people, like... Have you guys found a palm ski anywhere? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen a well, wet palm ski? Oh my god. About gosh. yay high? I'm like, and then I can feel like my girlfriend's annoyance. Like, oh. you should have let him off the leash closer to the river. And I'm like, oh, like your I can fault. Feel, right. Like, and I can feel her getting annoyed because she's walking listen, around. I'm like, uh, this is not good. Listen, there are so, when you've got a sprinter, that is not the dog park. No, to we'll go to. never go back. No. Ever. No, I feel that. Because there's too much open space. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and he thinks it's a game. Like, there was one when he was super little. I took him to the Lake of the Isles dog park. Yeah, which is nice and small. And there's a little gap in the fence that he was small enough to fit through. And so now I'm running through people's houses (laughs) in these million-dollar mansions over at the Lake of the Isles. And at one point, I had to dive on the ground and, like, Form tackle him so I, I should, could like, grab him. Check the nanny family's uh, like security oh. camera and see if we can see. Oh, probably like Kevin running ago. through. <laughs> Just some strange black man chasing this tiny puppy Prince. through. Yeah, oh, it was a disaster. So no, he's a notorious runner and he's gonna be the death of me. Yeah. Well, that's not good to hear. No. Prince. But I mean, we found him, so he's on probation now. He just sits at home, so. Well, there you go. A couple of minutes here before I go go to break, and then i got a guest coming up. But I have to read this headline because I love Hong Kong people. I just, they're, they're, they're their own people. Yeah. Did you see that? Well, you sent me the headline today, didn't you? Yeah. This I is a phenomenal this. headline. Hong Kongers urge to stare at smokers disapprovingly. <laughs> so that's their way to combat smoking. Oh, my gosh. Could you like, imagine? Getting off a plane like you're on vacation and you light up a cigarette and the whole city is just staring at you. Yes, mean mugging. Because you, you'd be right. Like, if you didn't know, you'd be like, what oh. is going on? And I would I instantly that. put that cigarette out. Yeah, right. shame goes a long ways in <laughs> Asian oh. cultures. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, not so yeah. much here. No. Yeah, you can sh- <laughs> stare at the lady who's smoking a heater, drinking chocolate milk, or guns hanging out. You're just like, you're getting on a city bus. Could you, you know, clean it up a little bit? Yep. There's no shame oh, right there. There's the, the ability to hear in the U.S. where I have seen pregnant women smoke. Oh, yeah. really? Openly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's in, it, it, you know, you have to force yourself to like, <laughs> listen, it's not my life, it's mm-hmm. whatever, but you have to force yourself to just be like blank face, because like, but if they're in Hong Kong, they get mean mugged immediately. By the way, picture in your, in your head the biggest cloud in the sky you've ever seen. Uh-huh. Just the, a single cloud. You've got it pictured? Mm-hmm. Because the guy smoking the cigarette 
the the cloud of smoke's even bigger than <laughs> it's like the size of this room for Christ's sake. He's hitting the but he's got a filter. Doesn't say what kind of cigarette it is. But I just love that about Hong Kong. I know. You suck. <laughs> The way we're going to combat smoking is not educational videos no, or like, or like patches. You. We're going to ask. We're going to ask the community to just meanly stare at them. I think that's they should have like a list of other things they're going to shame people for as well. <laughs> Honestly, if this works, oh, I know. Oh, I, it'll work there. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mm. love it. We do have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. But don't smoke in Hong Kong, or you'll get stared at disapprovingly. This is true. Uh, hi, it's Tom Bernard, my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94. I'd like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all of our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you, uh, tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers, pick up campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really, really good news Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyers.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyers.com, up to five grand off. Yes, I did say five grand off. Sales event ends July 31st. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. 
Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, hmm, his guy, Tom, sent you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Eddie, ready to go? We have not called in yet. Not yet, okay. Not yet. Thank no. you. Mm-hmm. We, we should probably get a, something on the screen that we can give me the thumbs up or thumbs down or something, because... I don't want to have to ask you all the time. Are sure. we ready? Because sometimes you're just not ready, and I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to out them as being late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get yeah. off your ass. Let's go, Buster. Yeah. Right, Eddie. Yeah, way to go, Eddie. <laughs> uh, Food Network's Out Chef is the name of the show. We'll be talking to Eddie about hopefully in a couple of minutes. In any case, uh, so what? What were you just you guys just talking about? Oh, somebody putting hand sanitizer on their gloves. Oh, yeah. yeah, during COVID. I, had, I love that. I had a friend that yeah, was about to have a, his first child, so he was very, very cautious. And yeah, he I met up with him once, and he had gloves on, like the blue medical worker gloves, and then had would rub hand sanitizer on the outside. I, I love just that. love that. Like, COVID, you saw some of the most crazy stuff. Like I saw somebody post a bunch of pictures of what people used as masks, and it would be like whatever just bras, bras people use like so many bras cloth. for masks they're like oh here's what you do ladies cut up an old bra and put i go nope stop <laughs> what is a mask like 50 cents oh this is when we couldn't get them yeah oh you remember? couldn't get them yeah no, and then they were making them. them out of like so many things for um healthcare workers and stuff um but yeah i i still remember uh the family down the street has four kids and she would go to Costco, like, fully in, like, a biodome suit. Yep. And then leave everything out on the front, like, uh, um, driveway, sanitizing then for, like, two days. And, and at the time, it was like, I get it. We had no idea. You're right. scared. But, like, I remember me and my husband looked at each other. We're like, 
if it's to this extent, like, we're not going to make it. We're not organized no. enough to do this. Well, I, I had a friend that at one point was, like, when like, you couldn't get toilet paper and it was, like, grocery stores were, like, very bare. And he was, like, like if the apocalypse hits, like, what are we going to do? And I'm, like, okay, it's not going to get to, the, like, we're not going to have to. It's not, not, like, Mad Max. or. Also, if the only thing you're figuring out is how to wipe your butt, you're doing okay. Right. Like, not that bad. No, no COVID I, was a crazy time. I did see a woman once wearing three masks. Dang. And there was like one up to here and mm-hmm. one up to here and then one up to here. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Or because what was it like the N96, N64, Something whatever. Like that, yeah. N- Nintendo 64. Yeah, those yeah. Masks. It's like yeah. you see people with like the lesser mask underneath and then the right. high power one over yeah. the top or like exactly right when working in restaurants you'd see people cut a hole in the mouth so they could like suck a straw i know and it's like well that defeats the purpose of your mask ladies and gentlemen please welcome eddie jackson how you doing eddie i'm doing good did you say people were cutting holes in masks yeah yep yeah. yep yeah. tevin tevin was talking about cutting yeah. a hole in their in their covid mask just so they could what, yeah, suck a, little, a straw get, yeah, get a little drink yeah, what would the purpose be for the mask, Eddie? Is what I don't really understand. No, I don't. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know things you see. Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Jackson is the winner of Food Network Star Season Eleven, a former NFL player who was a fierce competitor. You never beat the Vikings, did you, Eddie? Uh, no, we did not. That's okay, right. good because I couldn't talk to you if you ever beat them. I just you know they lose <laughs> enough the way it is. It's just you know who needs it? Yeah. Uh, now a food truck owner. God, I love food trucks, Eddie. Maybe we can start it just because there's a lot of, you're a private chef, personal training, and a lot of different things going on in your life. But is it very cool that, to be a food truck owner? I, I got to believe it is. Yeah, you know, that's how I got my start uh, in food trucks uh, ooh, a long time ago. But uh, now I actually have eight food trucks. So I own, I own a beer garden and food truck park here in, in Houston, Texas. Uh, and I love it. You know, with the food trucks, I'm able to switch up my concepts, my menu, you know, whenever I want. And if something isn't working, I'll switch it up. And, uh, you know, it gives me the opportunity to find out what works, you know, when I open up, you know, brick and mortars and do all those type of things. Um, and that's what I tell people. You know, if you got a product that you believe in and you and people love it, it's your food truck. It's a cheaper way to go. Yeah, I think it's magnificent. Now, this next paragraph, paragraph i got to read it, but got to warn you up front, Eddie, nobody sucks at making dinner more than me. Nobody. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me, food. Eddie. I can't do it. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. It is a person. Eddie, it is a personal problem. Luckily, I have a wife who is a very good cook. Food Network star Eddie Jackson surprises amateur home cooks with a challenge of a lifetime: go head to head in an intense one-round cook-off against the most competitive, acclaimed. Ooh, listen to that. Most competitive, acclaimed, and intimidating celebrity chefs in the world. I want to hear more about this because you win five thousand dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. So I bring in these, uh, like like you said, amateur home cooks, and they think they're coming in to audition for a show on Food Network featuring uh, home cooks. But in reality, um, it's a competition uh, where they're going to be going head to head against you know the who's who in the in the cooking world: Eric Adjapong, Alex Gonashelli, Robert Irvine, Rocco Despirito. You know, I'm bringing in heavy hitters, but I I, I try to make it as 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 even. As I can, even the playing field, um, my panel of judges are people that I find in the streets of New York. So they're not critics. They're not judges. Not anybody you've seen on Food Network. They're just regular folks that I find in the subways. I find just walking down the street. You know, anybody I can find to come in and blind taste test two dishes, that's who I find. 
and all the home cook needs is one vote from those judges. I think it's a great idea. Like I said, 5000 bucks on the line. Uh, uh, to even the odds, a home cook only needs one vote from a panel of random tasters to walk away with that $5,000 price. Only one vote, huh? Yeah, just one vote. I mean, it's only it's four judges. So, you know, the, it, in order for our chefs to win, they have to sweep the board. You know, it sounds like, you know, that it, that should be something easy for our chefs to do. But, you know, some of these home cooks are are really good. And like I tell them, the home cook that usually, you know, when they when they win because they, you know, they have you know won a, a lot on the show. Um, they just they just make things that they they normally make at home that you know just the average person would gravitate towards. You know, just like if I give them a cheese challenge, make macaroni and cheese like you make at home. Yeah. Somebody is going to love that. You know, whereas the the chef is you know they're putting you know foie gras and truffles and oh, all this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is amazing. But sometimes you just need like grandma's macaroni and cheese. You know? Yeah, oh, I understand that completely. And uh, by the way, one thing I really admire about you, Eddie, we're talking to Eddie Jackson about Out Chef, airing Thursdays on the Food Network. Uh, I love the fact that you're dedicated to making healthy food taste absolutely delicious. What a great idea. Yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, my dad uh, grew up and all we did, everything was centered around food and, and sports. And my dad is a, was a trainer. He's retired now, but he was a trainer. He was my trainer for the first, you know, 10 years of my sports career, my sports career, you know, starting in junior high. Um, so, you know, physical you know, fitness is something that has uh, been, always been a part of my life. I'm a certified trainer as well. I don't train people anymore because I'm, I'm too busy. But for me, you know, you, you have to stay active, you know, especially the older we get, that metabolism starts to slow down. So you got to, you know, watch what you eat, you know, what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat is what I, what I tell people. And not necessarily, you know, everything is, you know, green vegetables and do all of this. No, right, right. being active, being conscious of what you're putting in your body, when you're putting it into your body um, is, is, is my motto. And not necessarily, you know, making sure you, you're eating healthy every, every, every time you put something in your mouth. Moderation is key. Now, Eddie, this is a personal question I'm about to ask you, but is healthy food, would that include Italian food? <laughs> well, that, that, that Italian food, you know, you know. Let's see the the pasta water. That's that's healthy. Okay, <laughs> the pasta water is healthy. <laughs> no, I'm a huge fan, Eddie. I do have to ask you: Do we have you a couple more minutes, or I don't want to hold you too long? Do we have a couple more minutes? No, with you? you're fine. Okay, I just want to make sure because you know I don't want to jump on somebody else time. But I think that's a brilliant idea. I want food that tastes absolutely fabulous, like you're implying, but, but the healthier the better. I mean, that's, that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. So, yeah, with me, um, where, I come, where I come from with that is uh, I love fresh ingredients that make the world a difference. You yep. know, yep. fresh herbs, lots of fresh herbs, bringing in citrus, and, you know, like lemon zest and lime zest and different uh, vinegars is, is another uh, Another thing that I use to amp up the flavor in healthy dishes. So people think of vinegar as just like white distilled vinegar or just uh, apple cider vinegar. Yeah. But there's so many different vinegars out there. There's champagne vinegar. There's strawberry vinegar. There's You can make your own vinegar. Just take white distilled vinegar and take the tops from your strawberries when you cut them up oh. and warm up the vinegar and drop the strawberry tops and then let it sit for a day. Now you have strawberry vinegar to Ooh. add to dishes to give it a different flavor. You know, so just simple things like that. Um, it, it's what I teach people and not getting bored, you know, by something that, you know, that is considered healthy. 
I think it's a great plan. I, I, the, the whole idea, I, when I first spotted that on the descriptor they sent over for you, Eddie, we're talking to Eddie Jackson again, Food Network's Out Chef, airing Thursdays on Food Network. I just looked at, you know, they usually send about two, three, sometimes four paragraphs of stuff. And I saw that middle one, and it's like, you know, I don't think people ever think. I, I bet you that 90% of Americans, if you said, hey, this food's really healthy, they go, oh, so it tastes terrible. Yeah. They do, don't they? Yeah. I thought so. They automatically, people automatically, you know, do. Um, I, I, I do, for instance, real quick, I, um, my, my son loves burgers, but he loves my turkey burgers. And I have tons of vegetables in there. I shred carrots, and I have some fresh herbs, and I, uh, I put different vinegars inside of there. And my son loves it, and he doesn't even realize it's super healthy. See, that's a great idea. Yeah, and, and Eddie, it sounds like, I mean, talking to you, you clearly have a passion for food. And is that something that started back in your playing days when you were, you know, whether it's Carolina, New England, Dolphins, things like that? Like, what, how far back does your passion for food, is it you were, you know, eating healthy in your playing days, or is it something that you kind of do? Yeah, my, my, my grandmothers were chefs, so that's how I grew up. My dad, my dad is very, I don't know how this worked out, but my, my dad's mom was a chef, and my, my mom's mom was a chef, so... You can imagine me growing up as a little kid. I was always surrounded by food, and so uh, my passions growing up was sports and food to the point to where when I got to college, I was cooking all the time. Um, I started selling plates, home home cooked meals to my teammates that were missing home. Oh. So uh, meatloaf and mashed potatoes and fried chicken, and I would put it in styrofoam containers, and I would give you know for the week I would give a menu of what I would be cooking, and I would sell it to them for five bucks, and so that's how I made pocket change. Uh, in college, so you know, after I retired, the, the other thing that I love, other than you know, football at that time was food. So I was like, I got to figure out something to do with food, and got a food truck, started a catering company, then that went to two food trucks and and a bigger catering company, and then I got on Food Network and um, tried out for Food Network Star. Um, didn't, didn't think I had a, a shot at all competing against people that had three and four restaurants and oh, went to culinary school and all this stuff. I didn't go to culinary school. Um, and I ended up winning, beating out these people. Um, and that's how I became a star on Food Network. It's a wonderful wow. deal. Eddie Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, Food Network's Out Chef, airing Thursdays on Food Network. Eddie, you got to come back more often. I'd love to talk to you because I love your approach. Let's eat well, but let's eat healthy. Great idea. We'll get it done, Eddie. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All righty, have a good one. You too. Eddie Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.